0: busy Friday before the Super Bowl what percentage of it is Super Bowl what percentage of it is local
1: oh well actually I think we'll probably combine it there Chip uh we're gonna talk to <laughs> Al- Alan Fanica uh who uh has some Super Bowl experience himself and is the head coach at uh, Cox High School
0: we've had him on uh, the radio he's been fantastic we had him after Big Ben retired and he was sharing all kinds of stories and like he's as tough as an offensive lineman so they get behind that yeah no joke at all he probably has the size of an offensive lineman too this is chip and friends we're back after a little hiatus because there's been some turnover in my life and the reason that we have mark davis with us is for that very reason so yes i've already introduced mark davis sports director of wtkr here in norfolk virginia who has spent almost his entire career covering the commonwealth in sports starting in charlottesville moving to richmond now here in norfolk so if there's somebody who knows this market in the state of virginia better than anybody else maybe scott cash but i'm going mark davis number two i'm sorry he's been here for like 30 years <laughs> you, you,
1: you'll get no argument from me my friend you know and, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah scott's a great guy and uh and definitely has uh has been in this market for quite some time I'm, I'm still learning the ropes of the market i'm still trying to you know figure everything out so so no doubt but i'll tell you what you know those guys at, at, at the other stations who have been here for a while have been nothing but welcoming and and, and pretty amazing. So uh, yeah, they're so a great nice, group. Exactly. It's nice to work in a spot where where everybody just kind of understands
0: we're doing the same thing. Exactly. So Mark is here not only because he's a good friend of mine. I've known him from working alongside him as a uh, colleague and competitor. I was at the ABC station. He was at the NBC station. But the beauty of the business is you become friends with these guys even if you're trying to scoop each other on score on stories, and so. I'm going to announce now I have accepted a position at WTKR as a photojournalist. So I will be working alongside Mark and hopefully uh, we'll be able to do this more consistently. Uh, I'm going to be on the news side of things mostly, but every now and then when Mark needs a photo I hope he points my direction so I can get back into the sports world. So I'm excited. You can catch it, buddy. You can count on it, buddy. The, yes, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited about it because I get back into TV and it actually. And, It frees me up a little bit because this I've had this conversation with um, Heather McDonough, Pete Haley uh, and other people in the business. When you are an MMJ and a sports anchor, your schedule is really rigored and you are restricted in a lot of ways of what you can do with your free time. So I'm excited to have that balance, but also be able to still dip my foot in with the sports world. How has that transition been from you? You were a sports director over at NBC in Richmond, Channel 12. Everyone still watches that channel, even though the CBS and NBC have been going back and forth for who's one and who's two, to now coming to Norfolk, which is technically a bigger market with a more national audience because of the people coming into the Navy and the military.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, the transition's been good, Chip. Um, You know, the the thing that I like it the most is that – you know, um, you know, 12, uh, channel 12 gave me a lot of opportunities and, uh, you know, they, they, they really were, were gave me some autonomy in terms of, you know, the sports department, and everything like that. Um, but, uh, the focus on sports here is much higher, which I like, um, you know, I was a one, one man band sports department back in Richmond. Uh, I like having a teammate here and I like the resources that sports gets. I like the, uh, um, uh, the uh, the 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 young hungry management here is, is pretty is pretty impressive, um, to the point where you know I've been told, hey, we're we we're, we're gonna we're gonna fight you know we we would fight to keep sports because we think it's that important and just as important as everything else. So um you know that that feels good to hear. Uh you know it's a little bit uh you know crazy trying to to get to learn everything and 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 put your footprint you know in the sand here so to speak. Uh, and just kind of get the ball rolling, just try to learn everything and get caught up to everybody. We were talking about everybody that has the experience in the market. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been great. Um, you know, I'm, 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 the, the move made sense for, for me. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and it's been, it's been confirmed since I got here because it's been, it's been a great time.
0: I've noticed the same things you are that, and I, it was when I first visited in April of last year, uh, my wife was interviewing for a job and I met with Stephen Hayes, a general manager. And then I went to, uh, I think it's Sam's Texas barbecue sandwich shop in ODU. And I meet these people and they say, Hey, where are you from? I was born and raised in Richmond. Oh, you're from Richmond. <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold on. People in Richmond look at Norfolk go, oh, you're from Norfolk. So it's a Mexican standoff of two cities looking at each other like they're the weird little brother when in actuality they're essentially the same. What makes Norfolk cool to me is there's so many people that are really invested not just in ODU, but what goes on nationally more so than in Richmond. That's not a knock on Richmond. They've got VCU basketball, Richmond basketball, the Squirrels, uh, Richmond Raceway, which – Man, I actually kind of miss covering NASCAR a little bit, just like a minor margin. I love going out there. Dennis Bickmeyer does a fantastic job. No doubt. But but now you've got the tides. You've got Norfolk State. You've got ODU. You have all these people that want to cover the NFL, the NBA, even the NHL with the Norfolk Admirals. It seems like there's a little bit more of a passion for sports in this community. Would you agree? Yeah, I'm.
1: I'm still trying to. I, I guess feel that out, Chip. To be to be totally honest with you, I just sure. try to approach every job that I've been at. That uh, that there are people who are passionate about sports out there, and and that's the people I'm trying to communicate with and uh, and and serve. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's maybe informing them about something that they may not have known from this market. It's. Uh, you know, filling them in on the local teams, getting them caught up on the local teams. Hey, this is your local team now. If you're, you know, here, uh, you know, serving in the military, who we thank mm-hmm. everybody for their service, by the way. Absolutely. Um, so it's um, it's uh, it's it's a uh, it's it, it's it's kind of a fun little line to walk uh, in, in terms of in terms of content strategy and uh, and, and what to put on and, and, and what to, uh, you know, how to serve those viewers best.
0: Yeah. With all the experience you've had covering local sports, Richmond, Charlottesville, uh, Norfolk. Now, uh, as I all mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Chip and Friends podcast, you can listen wherever you get your podcast. Apple podcast, Spotify, Google podcast, you name it, you can find it. Chip and Friends. Is there one story or a group of stories that really has stood out over the years that. You know you wouldn't really get anywhere else if you had gone to, say, Pennsylvania where uh, you were born and raised or if you ended up somewhere in like new york or or, or something.
1: yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. And I think the uh, the uniqueness of Virginia uh, shows up in, in in several things we do. I mean, like you know down here, I mean the 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 military community, as you mentioned, I mean, you know, lots of lots of turnover places from a lot of different. Different spots, you know, uh, I I think that that, that's unique. But as far as a as far as a group of stories goes, I think, you know, it may even have to be just a group of the the flying squirrels from back in Richmond. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I've covered minor league baseball before, but I'm not sure there's a team that that is hyper focused on the community like Parney is with the squirrels. Amen. Um, I'm
0: with you 100 on
1: yeah, that. Those guys do a great job. I think uh, you know you can look at it as, uh, hey, I'm covering minor league baseball, but but it's so much further beyond the games with them. I mean, I mean, they're 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 a 12 months of the year business. Um, you, you know, you see them just just you know the flying squirrels charities. I know they do a lot to try to to enhance baseball in the inner city. Um, you know, so I, I would have to give my hat tip to them, I think, as a, as, as a unique Virginia story. I'm not saying, I mean, I'm sure there's, uh, there are other franchises out there that, that, that do similar, but, but from my experience, you know, and covering, you know, a handful and, 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 you know, I do, I, I have not, I have not covered the tides much yet because I got here in September mm-hmm. and still looking forward to my first uh season. there, covering the, uh, Orioles A team down here, but, uh, but, uh, but definitely, you know, the squirrels definitely kind of Make that known and uh, and leave that imprint of of really community based and community oriented and uh, you know all the time, 12, 12 months a year.
0: To the listener who is not familiar with Virginia Sports, Parney is in fact Todd Parnell, the okay. vice president and COO of the Richmond Flying Squirrels, who is a close friend to everybody who has covered the squirrels. He's a, cl- I swear, he's a close friend with everybody. He's everybody still he meets. to this day. Everybody he meets. Yep. Everyone he meets, like within five minutes, he's got your number. He's good friends with you. What can I do for you? And yep. a quick aside, Mark, I don't know if you were there the day that I proposed to my wife at the Diamond. At the Richmond Flying Squirrels. I wasn't there. I heard about it, but yes. I
1: wasn't there. So so naturally, you know, the, the <laughs> of, of course, of course, he'd be on board with that and try to help you behind the scenes, right?
0: Yes. The story behind that is I'd work with Parney very closely on, hey, I want to uh, propose to Carly. And he's like, great. What day? Opening day. No problem. The busiest day of the year when he had Jerome <laughs> Bettis the bus coming in that day in April of 2018. he's just like, all right, we're going to do this thing. We're going to bring him out in the first inning break with um, Hillbilly Horseshoe, which is so, so elegant for a proposal. Carly (laughs) goes out there. Her friends were doing a great job of keeping it a secret for her. She goes out there, whiffs on a couple of um, toilet seat throws. I show up. She's confused. I go and say, "Uh, hey, look at the scoreboard. Nothing pops up. Immediately, nerves come right in. I tell her (laughs) to look again. There it is. Carly, will you marry me? I go down on one knee. And like an idiot, instead of saying, will you marry me? I said, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) And she's essentially just blacked out from all the emotions. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) She's blacked out from all the emotions. Just goes, yeah, okay. And then party comes over, gives me a huge hug. We walk out, her parents are there. We go underneath the diamond right by his office, which essentially doubles as a bar after the game. And he shows up. Offers up the bar, my uncle pops champagne, and that's what makes the squirrels so great. I love that you bring that up because Parney says all the time, "We're in the memory making business," yes. and in a way, you guys are in the memory making business in documenting and telling those kind of stories. And I want to go to one in particular that we both covered, and that was at Highland Springs. I think the year was twenty sixteen uh, of. The player whose mom died and then caught the game-winning touchdown. Do yeah, you remember that? And can I you do. can you tell your side of that story to the to the listener? Yeah, Chris Thaxton was the
1: was the young yes. man's name, and uh, you know I, I, that was I think, the Highland Springs uh, Chip, Chip knows, but for everybody listening or watching, uh, they won four consecutive state championships. Yes, um, and this I think was I think this was number two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, his Chris's mother passed away during the season, I believe.
0: Yeah, I think it and, was right after their game against Verina, which was like week eight or seven of the season.
1: And, and, and it, it, so it started this. The, a lot of the guys wore purple, whether it was long sleeve shirts underneath their uh, underneath their jerseys or or towels or whatever the case may be, you know, to to honor to honor her and uh, to show their support for him. And uh and yeah, that was uh that was a pretty incredible uh thing because they were they were losing was it the Stonebridge?
0: It was Stonebridge. Yeah, they were playing yeah. Stonebridge at Hampton at at the Hampton, Hampton Football Hampton Stadium.
1: Stadium, yeah. Yep. And uh and and yeah, Stonebridge uh had the lead, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh and yeah, it was it was late in the fourth quarter and 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, talk about a storybook ending. Here's here's this kid who is Pootie Carter food. was the quarterback of that team. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, so here, here's this, here's this kid who, who has been through, you know, hell and uh, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. He, it wasn't, it wasn't a very long pass. I think they were in the red zone and I, I want to say it was kind of over the middle and, 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 you know, uh, Chris went down for the ball makes the catch. And, and I mean, that was that, 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 that's the stuff that takes your breath away. And we both looked the, at
0: each other and I think said at the same time, "Holy!" <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> and and it's it's uh, it, I mean that, that's the that, that's the kind of stuff why that keeps you coming back to what we do. Um, you know, you get to be on the sideline for these games, which is great, and and be in the moment and, and get up close and personal looks. But this is the stuff that, man. I mean, it, getting to tell those stories is uh is 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 the reason why you keep doing this i've been doing it i've been in this business 18 years and, and and that's the kind of stuff that really that really makes it worth it
0: absolutely does and you can expect more hopefully uh once i get over there with wtkr we'll keep pumping out good stories and good content And that's really why, you know, I'm excited about being here with Mark is that local angle. But I know there's a big Super Bowl happening this weekend, and we're getting this podcast out before Super Bowl Sunday. The big game. We can't promote it as Super Bowl. I'll probably call it Super Bowl or something Uh on the headline. Uh, So let's talk about it real quick, because I'm looking at this game, Mark, and everyone's been talking about the ins and outs, the nuts and the bolts. I'm looking at more of. The NFL really needs this game right now in a huge way with everything that's been going on for the Brian Flores lawsuits, uh, the Washington Commanders investigation that has now been picked up by the NFL and not Dan Snyder, as it rightfully should be. But we don't know if it's going to turn up anything at all if they release it publicly, which they have shown in the the past. They may not. History shows, right. how, How important is it that this game is not a snoozer for the NFL, do you think? Well, I think uh, you know, on the surface, right off the bat,
1: I think there it, it doesn't have the it doesn't have the sexiness, so to speak, as some other matchups may have. With that, I mean, me as an NFL fan and a sports fan, I'm I'm psyched. I like I like it when it's these these teams that maybe you didn't expect. I really enjoy that. And I enjoy seeing how those those games evolve. Um I, I think yeah, yes, it's it's good. Um I also think that those things that you mentioned aren't going anywhere. I think, you know, they'll be brought up during the broadcast, you know, for, for all, we you know, be it in passing or otherwise. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think to, with the, with the last tumultuous two weeks, the NFL has had no, no question about it. Um, I think it's definitely a, uh, a case where we need to see a game and, uh, and, and the, the Super Bowl is, 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 is the greatest spectacle in sports, right? Um, mm-hmm. I put maybe March madness up there too. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I'm fired up. I'm ready to watch it, and 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 you know, like you kind of alluded to there, Chip. Um, I think it's it's one of those things where uh, you know, hey, we can put all this 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 BS behind us a little bit, you know, and focus on a game on the field. So uh, so man, I I, I hope so.
0: <laughs> yeah. In the quarterback matchup alone, everyone's been breaking it down. Stafford versus Burrow. Yeah. And to me, I want to root for Burrow. I want to root for the Bengals because of their irrational confidence, Mm -hmm. their ability to just go out there, no fear in their eyes and just say, well, to hell with it. We're going to go do us. Where do you lean in that regard? What do you think of Joe Burrow and the Bengals chances against that Rams defense? Well, I'm,
1: I'm what I, what I've told everybody is I'm pulling for the Bengals, but I think the Rams will win, <laughs> So, <laughs> just, uh, you know, but I mean, you, you know, but that's the kind of thing that I think has been said, you know, in the Bengals last three playoff rounds. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so who knows, which is the greatest part about it. Uh, I agree with you. It can't be a snoozer. I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's 24 to three at halftime, um, you know, people people may stick around because they saw the Bengals come back against the Chiefs, but <laughs> but you know if they if they don't start making some moves in the third quarter, I think you're going to see a lot of clicks, right? Definitely. Um, you know, uh, but but no, I, I I like I like this matchup. I'm a fan. I think the Rams' star power has been big. I think the stars have shown up in crucial situations. Um, money well spent. It's proving to be uh, for, mm-hmm. for, for for L.A. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I I like the Bengals. I think I think I think that stuff's cool. I like to see emotion. I like to see. I mean, you got to have confidence. What are they supposed to say? No, I think we're going to lose. I mean, no, come out there and, <laughs> and 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 rock it out and 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 have a great time and have fun doing what you're doing. And I I, I like that a lot.
0: Have you ever had a chance to cover a Super Bowl? I, I know I've covered an NBA Finals, a World Series, and a Stanley Cup Final, but I've yet to cover a Super Bowl. So I've that's done, a no.
1: No, I've done a World Series and I've done Final Four. Um. So uh, I, I was in Richmond uh, when the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, but I, I we we didn't do much up there with with the games it's, themselves. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, but but I mean a Super Bowl would be, of course, obviously it's on it's it's on the bucket list, you know. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, Final Four and World Series have been the two that the, the biggest ones that I've done.
0: The World Series, we were there together. Were you at the Nationals games, or did you go to any of the Houston's games? Which, no, we, uh, I, I did, I did, I did just just in Washington. Justin, Justin Washington. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> the, it was not a fun time for those three games in DC to lose a two nothing lead in the world series, but you know, ended up doing well, it. All right. Well, all's well that ends well. Yeah. And it's, it's a, uh, you know, um, what a,
1: what a thing that was too, with, uh, you know, the, the, the away team winning every game. I mean, that was, that was incredible. That was incredible. Yeah. <sighs> Because I mean, nuts. we we well, never seen it before, obviously, but I mean, you know that that that's something we may never see again in our lifetime. That that's really that's how
0: that's how rare and incredible really? that was. So yeah. it truly was. Yeah, yeah, I was in the tunnel right before Howie Kendrick hit his home run. I was trying to go in and out of the tunnel because you know when you're waiting to go in the post game locker room, the line is around the corner and down the hall. So I was holding my spot with our talk, Kendall Griggs over mm-hmm. at ABC Seven in DC, and I said, "All right, you wait here." I walk out through the tunnel that takes you out next to the dugout. You know what I'm talking about. And so I'm just like hiding behind the security guy to see what's going on. I see Howie Kendrick hit the home run to take the lead. And I'll never forget this. I've said it so many times. I'll say it so many more times. (laughs) There is a Houston Astros fan talking to her husband and says, Honey, we just lost the World Series. On that one swing, the entire building knew it was over. Howie Kendrick did it again and eliminated the Houston Astros with three more innings to go. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, that's hard for me to believe. I mean, I mean that, 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 that particular fan had
1: no faith. Right. Like I was
0: so shocked. Like I mean, three I, more innings and Alex Bregman has already had a home run in this game.
1: You absolutely would not hear me saying that when the Houston Astros are in any
0: game with in, in the sixth <laughs> inning. No way. No way. No, I know. I was shocked. I'm like, wow, you get, Exactly what you said, but it was a pretty chilling moment, and then being in the locker room after room afterward yeah. was was pretty cool. Uh, so now that they we know you're not going to be able to do a Super Bowl watch party, uh, I know in the past you've been able to do some Super Bowl watch parties. I'm going to be going to one this Sunday. Looking forward to it. I'm going to be making my patented guacamole for Super Bowl Sunday. There you go. What are some What are you some of your Super Bowl watch party traditions that oh. uh, you're willing to share with the listener? Yeah, man. I I, I do I, I do a buffalo chicken dip. I make
1: a mean buffalo oh. chicken. Dip. Oh, uh, so yeah. uh, so that that's your 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 guacamole is is yours. My bread and butter is the buffalo chicken dip, and uh, it's fantastic. I mean, I, I hate to pat myself on the back, but I mean, like, there's no other way to be. I mean, I'm being as critical as I can be. It's, it's
0: what's awesome. that Mark Davis special stuff that goes yeah. into it?
1: Yeah, you know, you, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! No, but you know, I, I, I never really, I never really measure. I just kind of like eyeball it, and it always that's comes the way you out. Do it pretty fantastic you know yeah um you gotta trust your instincts yeah we do that um you know that, that that's a lot of fun you know and, and and it's you know you talk about traditions chip in our industry it's really hard to do that for big sporting events especially a super bowl because every three years the super bowl is on the air that you're that you're doing you're on your station right and, and in the past i've had to be there right and then uh you know NBC was kind of back and forth when I was there about, you know, whether I had to be there or not on, uh, on, on Sundays where it wasn't, uh, you know, um, where it wasn't on our, on our station. But, uh, once we went down to one person, I I had to be so, um, so yeah, I mean like, like, like the the chance to develop traditions in the traditional sense, yeah. <laughs> it, we're, we're few and far between, but, uh, yeah, man, I'll tell you what, uh, I, uh, I'll i I'll be I'll, I'll have the game on in the office. I'll be watching it. Um, ODU plays it too that day, so I'll probably do something from there. And then, hey, maybe I even come home and watch the uh, first half of the game. We'll see.
0: There you go. With uh, with your little pup, right? I forget what your dog's name is. Uh, it's Meatball. Meatball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's not love so that little. that dog. <laughs> Hang on. Right no, I got to say hi to Meatball. I have never officially said hi to Meatball. Oh, he's coming. I can't wait. This is an adorable dog. <laughs> Look at the lighting in the background, by the way. That's when you know you're working with a professional. Look at that lighting. Oh, oh, oh there he is. This the is ball. Meatball. This guy is hey. so mad at me because I uh, woke him up. Oh, <laughs> he's a <Adorable> boy. <laughs> he's <laughs> a spicy big meatball. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Okay, I know you got to get back to a busy Friday before the weekend. So let's get your official pick. You said you're 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 leaning towards the Rams in your head, your stomach, your heart is telling you the Bengals. So let's get it official, and then I'll give my official pick as well. All right, your pick for the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think the Rams are going to jump out to a a pretty uh, a, a lead off the bat. Um, I think Cincinnati will try to chip away at that. End of the end of the day, though, I'm going to say it's going to be the Rams
0: 28, Bengals 17. Rams 28, Bengals 20. 17. Oh, 17. Okay. So Rams 28, Bengals 17. I'm going to save this one for the Tim Donnelly show because we're doing guest picks. So I'm going to say Mark Davis told me he's picking Rams 28, uh, 17 over the Bengals. I am picking the Bengals. Thirty to twenty-seven because Evan McPherson has Evan not missed the field walk-off. You're doing yes. it. You're it has. Doing. To, I'm doing it. I'm going in <laughs> on it. He <laughs> has not missed. He has sent the Bengals forward for the last three rounds. I think he does it again. Shooter McPherson, best nickname I have for Evan McPherson. I think gets it done.
1: I hope this Super Bowl mirrors the playoffs we've seen already because Same. I'll tell you what, man. What it has been a hell of a playoffs. It has been so much fun to watch. Really and, and, and and all these games coming down to the final play. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in terms of a playoff.
0: It's been amazing. Ever since the divisional round, it has just been amazing football from start to finish. And I said this before the Super Bowl, actually, that um it it was six straight games where a contest was deter- was determined on a field goal or a final drive in all six games. it's the first time that's ever happened in NFL history. I don't know. around round, it. all of them on a game-winning field goal to tie or go into overtime and win, that mm-hmm. was act- like, it's, it is insane to think that it came down to the wire like that. And maybe it could again. The Rams could prove us all wrong, but if the Bengals get that final drive, give me McPherson. <laughs> he is Mark Davis, sports director, of WTKR. I can't wait to start working with him on the 22nd. Over at WTKR, uh, where can people follow you if they're listening, and want to check you out?
1: Yeah, sure. I uh, hope you guys do. It's uh, it's Mark Davis Sports on Twitter and Mark with the C. Uh, I believe I'm Mark Davis Sports on Facebook as well. Um, so and then, and then you know we we have we try to update our uh, sports page at WTKR.com pretty regularly uh, and frequently. So uh, check out our work there too. Um, so uh yeah we yeah uh, one more thing chip uh sports journalism is important i think so uh so if you guys are listening you know make sure you get out there and, uh, and 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 read the content and and you know hey chat it up with your local sports guys and 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 girls and uh yeah uh you know just help us help us get some more traction here because i know some people think that local sports is kind of dying and we're really trying to prove them wrong so um so you know
0: get out there and support local sports journalism if you can And that is the goal with this podcast, to have a conversation with all the sports journalists and personalities throughout Virginia and beyond. So, Mark, hitting the nail on the head to end the podcast. Uh, For the listeners who have stayed this long, thank you so much for listening. You can catch the podcast, if you're a new listener, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Again, if you made it this far, cheers. Next round's on me. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody.